This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We welcome in our man, Coach David Pat. Oh, Coach A. I understand, Coach. I'm taking my cues from you today. You got that look on your face, man. I, I understand. I got caught up on some games uh, over the last couple of days from the tournament uh, in Hawaii. I, I know how much you value rebounding and how much you value assist. So I'm going to take my cues from you today, Coach. How you feeling? <laughs> hey, man, not, not too bad, man. I one day to decompress in, in, in Hawaii after the, uh, the tough losses and and back at it, man. Got go have practice this afternoon at four o'clock, and just try to get better. I do want to point out, Coach. You you guys have had a, a just a, a really really tough schedule. Um, your opponents with a combined record of of, of thirty three and fifteen. But I, I know you're you're focused on what your guys are doing, what you guys are doing, and you have talked uh, with us on numerous occasions about rebounding and rebounding. And rebounding, and I know over the holiday that's that's something the team fell short on. It is, man. You know, we played Hawaii, who was like number eight in the country rebounding. So we're, we're, both, both coaches, me and the head coach Ron Gannat, were both at St. Mary's together. Um, he's been now in Hawaii for eight years. So we were even with them on the glass, which was good. But we needed to be positive to beat them. And then against South uh, Southern Utah on Saturday night. Um, you know, which is a team that finished second in the Big Sky last year. We lose to them in double overtime and miss an offensive rebound, uh, miss a blockout in the second overtime to lose the game. And so uh, for me, you know, I think they'll go back and look at the score. But for me, that, that that's the area of the game uh, that, that we lost the game at. You know, you're looking at a double overtime loss there, Coach, and just you guys seem like you're close, like you're, you're right there. Uh, just how – how do you kind of recover from something like that? Even, you know, even if it isn't a beautiful place like Hawaii, <laughs> you know what it happened? It, it helped going Waikiki the next day. I can say that, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, you know what? I think the belief, I do think that I've been, I've been in enough locker rooms to know when there's no belief or there's some slippage in there, but the, the guys are fighting, um, you know, so the, both teams, we weren't picked to win, you know? And so we're in both games. I think a lot better, uh, we were a lot better against Southern Utah, who just lost to Kansas by three or four at Kansas the week before. And so um, we're right there. I think if they look, if we make free throws, the game's over. If we get a block out, the game's over. Um, so I think I told the guys, like, what we're doing is right. Uh, you, you, you can't judge everything on wins and losses, but I can see the progress uh, with the group. Um, and even a comeback on a, you know, we score 87 points or something on the second on the second day of a long trip to Hawaii. It just shows that they're bought in and the resiliency that we got. And I'm just hopeful the breakthrough comes through for the guys here in the next couple couple games, which are two even tougher games. 
I know you, you, speaking about the Hawaii game and another number you talk a lot about is assist. And it felt like in the Hawaii game that, that, I mean, maybe a little bit in the Southern Utah game a little bit, it feels like the ball got stuck. Uh, and, 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 and that ball didn't move the way I know you wanted to. It, yeah, it didn't, you know, you got to credit Hawaii's defense for some of that as well, but, but we, we just, I don't know if it was the Hawaiian time, the palm trees or whatever it was, we just weren't moving the ball uh, the way we have been, you know, even in, even in our losses um, previous, even our loss at, at UCLA, we moved the ball. At UC Davis, I felt we moved the ball. I thought at Hawaii, the ball the ball stuck some. Some of that was their defense. Some of that was our, our lack of uh, coherency on offense. And so uh, hopefully these next couple of days we can get back into practice and get ready uh, for a really, really good Santa Clara team on Saturday on the road. You know, Coach, more of a global question. Uh, you're here at Sac State for your first season. You know, you're you're trying to build something here and trying to build a program. And you're also known as, like, this incredible recruiter uh, that's been able to go out and get guys from all over all over the world, really. Um, just how, uh, how much do you think that, like, being part of Sac State right now while we're seeing this revolution on the, the football side – could help you in, you know, like getting the name out there, Sac State. It's all over the place. You know, they've had some ESPN stuff. and uh, But really, like, it, can that bleed over into your program as well? Look, I, I think it's helped tremendously. You know, we, we had a kid come over from the NBA Global Academy. Um, he's actually signed with us now, Bone Beatty. Uh, but he was at the Montana game, you know, and in that game uh, at, at the stadium, that which was filled up. You know, I think it helped him decide, make a decision to come here. And he had many other better options or people would think better options in here. But his his time here on campus watching the football team, his time in the city of Sacramento, um, his time going to Golden One Center and, and watching the Kings, I think made this a great a great sell for him. So um, I think where athletics is going here, where the city's gone, like my last time in Sacramento was like 2017. You know, and I, it's changed so much for me. Um, since then, after COVID and everything that's going on in the city. Uh, so I think there's a lot going on here, and this is a great, great place to be. And, and, and it starts off with our football team and, uh, and our pro team now. Coach, there was a moment um, last night, James and I really haven't gotten a chance to dissect this play the way I'd like. We'll, we'll, we'll try to get to this later. But uh, Mike Brown pulled Terrence Davis during a timeout out to, like, the middle of the floor and was telling him where he wanted him um, on a defensive possession, and, and and they're going through this. It's a very animated discussion that cameras picked up on. Every member of the media saw it, and it couldn't have been more than two game minutes later that Terrence Davis is in that exact position Mike Brown told him to be in, picking up a charge. And the first guy to celebrate is Mike Brown. And one thing that we've heard about Coach Brown is he's a teacher. He's a teacher, and one thing I really expect respected about that is Terrence obviously wasn't doing what he wanted him to do, but he showed him what he wanted to do and gave him an opportunity to do it in that moment without pulling him out of the game. Obviously your order of business coach is to win ball games, but this is your first year and you're still very much in kind of the teaching aspect of, of all of this. How do you, you know, balance those two things with these guys? You know, I talked to him after the game. That's exactly what it is. We're still teaching. I was doing my practice plan today on practice 41, you know, and I look at the teams we're playing. Some of those coaches have been there eight years, seven years. Some of these teams have been been together a long time. And so, um, you know, my athletic director, Mark Orr, came in today, and he's, he knows it's a process, even though I want instant gratification. But I got I to gotta teach constantly, you know, and I've got to, you know, reinforce things constantly because they've had – 
different coaches, different voices, and I don't have NBA guys, so you can only imagine how much you know how much teaching I need to do. But um, that's the deal. That's that's the process of of, of, te- of of teaching and growing. And you're hopeful by January, February, when conferences in in full slate that they have an understanding of, of what we're trying to do. You know, we're in an interesting time here, especially with a lot of your players. They can apply for an extra year of eligibility now because of the COVID times. Um, are, are you are you seeing like more veteran, especially at a place like Sac State, where you're not putting a bunch of guys into the pros and guys aren't leaving early, so you're getting guys that are sticking around for longer. But how has that been, like sort of teaching these guys that are they're a little older, older or more mature as far as uh, as far as college standards? No, it's been uh, it's been a challenge, but a good challenge. You know, I had two freshmen come in here today that are meeting with me, and they want to play more minutes. You know, and I just wrote up on the board like you have two guys that are twenty three years old, twenty four years old, a fifth year senior. You're eighteen, nineteen years old. Just you don't see it now, but when you're twenty three, you're a lot more mature than you are now, and you've had a lot more games under your belt. Um, so that's been a challenge. The other part is, you know, coming in. I've had some players. I'm their fourth college coach in their four years of coaching through transferring, through different coaching changes. So they're hearing different voices. You know, I had one kid come in today and say, well, coach, I had other coaches that said their door was always open, but it wasn't open. Well, mine is. I mean, those that have been around me, I'm, I am who I am. So my, it, they're still getting to know me, and that's a challenge, you know. And uh, I'm sure Coach Mike's going through it with the Kings. And any anybody taking over a new organization or new program is dealing with the same stuff I'm dealing with. Um, I just hope hopefully we get through the door quicker the most yeah i think cam Wilbon is one of my favorite guys and he's a he's like you're like we, we, we've been talking a lot about malik monk today and the, and the impact that he has the uh, uh um for the kings off the bench cam seems to be that guy for you and 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 i have to i have to imagine there's 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 hornet fans out there yo why didn't this dude start and why isn't this dude doing 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 more for this team he seems to be really impactful in the in the time that he's out there with the role that you have him in Oh, he's been awesome for us when he's been out there, you know, in that role off the bench. Like, and I, and I told him, and it's still hard for him to buy in because he's young. Yeah. You know? So it's like, man, when I look down the bench, I know that I have some a veteran that can do it that I can produce. You know, it's hard when you look down the bench, you got a rookie down there who hasn't been in the game. And so um, I said, man, stop. You know, you want to be in at the end of the game, not the start of the game. Like, you don't want to start and not be in when it's when it's crunch time. You know, and Cam's that guy for us, and kind of that Swiss Army knife. Like, he can play the. You know, he played the four spot and the five spot here last year. I'm asking him to play the point. So it's a different it's – a, it's a whole different position he's, he's learning, uh, but he's bought in. So I think he's a, a huge glue guy for us mm-hmm. and somebody off the bench that I'm hopeful can continue to make an impact for us. You know, Coach, we have a, we have a uh, journalist here from Australia who, who's camp, he really? came out to talk to Del Vadova and he, of course, uh, Jock last night. Uh, for the Suns, you're part of that program, but you've also been part of a, like part of the revolution for for that program and to get guys into the league. How has that been for you to see the success of the Australian player in the U.S. But uh, you know, sort of the pipeline that it, that's developed. You know, it's 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 been fantastic to see. You know, when I came to college from the U.S. Uh, from Australia, I should say, many moons ago. It was Andrew Gaze before me and then myself. Andrew Vlaha had just finished at Stanford. And then now to see these guys not only playing in, in college but going on to play in the NBA, um, you know, it was an awesome thing. It just used to be Andrew Bogut. You know, you go to a game and hopefully the, the Bucks would come in town and you see Bogut or when he was at the Warriors, you'd see him uh, towards the end of his career. But now 
to have Jock in town. And I think last week it was the Nets in town. You got Mills and Mills and uh, Simmons. Then you got Jock Londale in town. You got Chima and, and Delhi right here in town right now. Um, I keep looking at the schedule, who's coming in. So it's it, it's great for the program. I think it talks about the development of basketball over there. Um, basketball's become a global game when you look at Giannis and you look at, you know, Luca that's in the league, um, and now it's it's tapped into Australia. And so it's been it's been great to be a part of it. It also tells me I'm getting old that I see these guys that are that are now married and having kids and and uh, but it's it, it's so good and I think it's great for our game to have so many people from all around the world uh, playing the sport. And coach, we're always appreciative when you join us. Like I, I hope everybody is, is truly appreciative of of what you're doing right now, as you seem to be the the first coach I think in any collegiate sport, perhaps professional sport, perhaps in any sport period in history, who's decided they're just going to play their entire schedule on the road. Um, it's, <laughs> it's 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 commendable. If you guys ever want to come back to the nest, you know I know they'll show out for you. Uh, but you guys sure are playing a lot of road games, including this one against Santa Clara on Saturday. Look, I guess, you know, it's why I inherited, you know, and it's, it's, it's why some people call this a quote-unquote tough job, but it, it, it is what we won two games on the road. And so people say you can't win on the road, so so it, it's doable. But, um, look, I think we get back in the nest next next Friday for sure. We play we play Long Beach in a doubleheader with our women uh, next Friday night, and I, and I believe next Wednesday as well. Gosh, we play Denver next Wednesday as well at home. And so, um, But we're getting ready for Santa Clara at 2 o'clock on Saturday. Those that aren't watching the – Hornets in the football game. Uh, just log in and watch us while you're at the game. And uh, look, we'll put our best foot forward there on Saturday afternoon at Santa Clara. Well, multitask coach. Good luck, man. You know, we're, uh, we're watching for you. We look forward to seeing you next week. Appreciate you. Thank you guys for having me on the show. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.